welcome back to the Simplified Organization Show, where real moms chat about real life, managing all there is to do and prioritizing our people while we do it. We want to banish overwhelm, fulfill our responsibilities, and stay cheerful while we do it because it is a good work that God has called us to do. I'm your host, Misty Winkler, a second-generation homeschooling mom of five. I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com, and I'm the author of the book, The Convivial Homeschool, Gospel Encouragement for Keeping Your Sanity While Living and Learning Alongside Your Kids. Today, I have part two of my conversation with Molly Nichols. Molly and her husband, Ben, have two homeschoolers that will be in ninth and 10th grade in the fall. From the time that her oldest started preschool, Molly has worked 20 to 30 hours a week while homeschooling and has been through many ups and downs of the family work homeschool life balance. In part one, we talked about working from home while homeschooling during different seasons of life. And today we're chatting about energy and time management. So let's dig in to part two now. Do you have any tips or tricks or ideas for that kind of time management or maybe even energy management if you you have a full day? So how do you Mm -hmm. keep going and figure out that right, you know, amount of time to be in the different places? I focus a lot on nutrition. I do because, you know, I have Hashimoto's. I also have Crohn's. Um, So having those two different, um, you know, autoimmune things really affect me. But outside of those before I, and the thing is, is I didn't even know I had Crohn's until recently. And it was a really weird flare up that I had. That's not indicative usually of Crohn's. And they're like, you have Crohn's. And they were like, wow, I bet you've had it for a while, but you've been so holistic and natural and how you maintain your health that you probably have had it for a while. And you just didn't know, you know? Wow. And so I was like, okay. And so far wow. it's been fine doing it. Said that to say, I know that if I don't eat well, then my brain is foggy and I'm, you know, and I know that, you know, and if I don't, so every morning I, I, I have like my cup of coffee, but it's filled with, it's filled with colostrum, mm-hmm. <laughs> a raw egg, <laughs> MCT oil, <laughs> And a little bit of cinnamon for blood sugar and, you know, uh, for blood sugar regulation and stuff. And like, so like I'm, and, and now I've started doing fresh squeezed juice in the orange juice in the morning first with anyways. So like that has that. So it's important to me, you know, I'm not crazy doing a lot of crazy things, but I know if I start my morning out well with nutrition, my mental capacity will be much greater. It's just how it is. So, mm-hmm. um, but I can end the day with all the chocolate. It doesn't matter because I'm going to go to sleep. So my brain can be a fog then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I start there. But anyways, so um, for sure, I say the tip is you do, you have to focus on nutrition. I don't care who you are in today's world. You have to figure out where your body is optimally. That's different for everyone. And what makes your brain work well. And you just, you just have to. And then another tip is just, I do time blocks for everything. So I don't care if like my daughter the other day for math, neck deep in algebra, you know, Mm -hmm. that's rough. Everyone's crying. (laughs) And so, so I just say, we only do algebra, you know, we only do math every time for 45 minutes or maybe an hour, an hour of math. However far you get is what you get. Yesterday, we got four problems done in an hour because of the amount of instruction that needed to happen with dad. 
And that's good because that's all the time we have. I'm not going to worry at the end of the year now, you know, um, where she's at. It'll all pan out. Mm -hmm. And same thing for work. I'm very specific. I work these three hours in the morning and I quit. And then I work these three hours and then I quit, you know, or four hours, whatever. And um, that really helps. And when I allow, again, the flex, if I go, oh, I'll just keep working for another half an hour because the kids are being good. They don't need my help yet. Then that's when it screws it up because then all of a sudden they need that extra half an hour, but I got to go back to work now because it's the afternoon. So block man block time is my thing. And I just don't care where we're at with our lesson plan because it'll pan itself out. And um, also really allowing my husband to step in to help. Mm-hmm. So uh, mostly with, with teaching things or grandma, sometimes grandma can help. So I've handed off piano to grandma and um, they get that quality time together. And uh, grandma loves it. You know, she only has, they moved to Arkansas. We recently moved to Arkansas um, from Washington state and grandma and grandpa moved with us. So grandma and grandpa only have me, you know, our two kids down here and uh, they covet any moment they have. So I'll hand piano off, you know? So uh, we used to be paying for piano with a piano teacher, but now grandma's doing it. So nice. So that, that's kind of my main, my main tips, I would say, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like you talked earlier about the, your daughter and the dishwasher. It was the same thing with when my husband did the dishes for about eight years, he did the evening after dinner dishes. And it was that same dishwasher thing where it's like, I felt like, let me show you how to load the dishwasher. Like he knows, (laughs) but he does it differently. And it was, what is it? Okay. Well, if I'm not doing it, I need to not have an opinion about this and let him do it his way. Cause it's totally fine. If I just need to leave the room and not look like that's my problem. Yeah. And that's what I need to do. <laughs> totally. And same thing with the math, you know, we're using the same math curriculum, but the way he uses the program or teaches through it oh, and yeah. picks out what they should do next is different than what I would do. And yes. to also step back from that and say, okay, no, you know, there are different ways to use the curriculum and we're both paying attention to what the child needs. And we're both putting in the time to help them when they need help, but we have different ideas about pushing Mm. or waiting or moving on when, and I handed this off, you know, he took it. I'm just happy that he took it and he can do it his way and it'll be fine. (laughs) Totally. You know, it's a good point. And I think a point to be made is that when you hand something off, you hand it off wholly. So like, as in, I don't, it's not like, Hey kids, if you load the dishwasher, I'll unload it because that's where the frustration comes in. Cause you're like, damn, they didn't load this, uh, load this right. And now whatever, but if the entire chore is on them, then I never see it either way. And you're right. It's the same thing with math. It's not like, Hey hubby, will you help? Will you help with this one math lesson this week? No, it's all or nothing, you know, and, and, and that's kind of how it is. So that's the, I think that's really good too to, to place it that way. Like what's an entire thing that I can hand off, not start it and finish it and whatever. And I've even noticed that between the kids, like now, like my son, he mows the lawn and now this time of year, and my daughter does the dishes fully because even now my son and daughter have difference of opinion of how to load the dishwasher. So I'm like, yes. okay, <laughs> this is now your complete task. This is now your complete task. Cause before it'd be like, maybe you mow the front and he mows the back. No, this is your complete task. So that, that is, this is working out better this way. I know there's a lot of edification in, in compromise, 
but it's that whole, what hill are you going to die on? And I, there's other major hills that need to be died on for sure. compromise. <laughs> well, and it is good to have complete responsibility for a job to say, no, it's your job to get the job done, not mm-hmm. to just do this task that I've, I've figured out what the project is and what the end goal is and giving you one little piece of my project. Mm. It's like, here's the thing, do it. And that's huge life experience that a lot of kids don't have going into adulthood or even like you said, making a pie, Yeah, you know, from scratch, but that's an experience, a skill, not the pie making, but the, like, I'm going to do this thing. I don't know how to do and figure it out. Oh Yeah. We all need job skill. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. And a big part of my job is processes and other places that I've worked in the past too. being able to see a project from start to finish is a skill for sure. And, and that's a big part of my job, you know, is, is being able to do that as marketing manager. And there's other people that that's not their skill, which is totally fine. I mean, that's why we have different people in different roles at a company, but yeah, someone who can start to finish something and see it through is, is definitely a big thing for sure. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I was even saying the other day too, and, and, um, you know, we're classical educators and that was, I was just saying that the other day too, is, Um, When it comes to marketing and everything, they actually use, I was reading a book and they talked about the Socratic method in marketing. And I, (laughs) yes. And I was just so amazed and it keeps, because it goes back to the whole idea of you have to present something logically and persuasively. And, you know, and, and it was just so crazy to me. And, and so I was like, I can't, but they literally said Socratically in there and in, in this marketing book, you know, and, <laughs> and, um, and I was just like, this is so crazy. But I mean, that's why I enjoy homeschooling because you are, you're, you're teaching kids to logically think through things. And um, even when it comes down to chores and, and the idea of not feeling overwhelmed. And I think the biggest thing that I'm struggling with now coming into the years of SAT prep and, you know, and everything. And the next phase of having, I mean, it's almost a whole job to figure out colleges. What I continue to make sure now to not feel overwhelmed is making sure that my to-do list isn't someone else's to-do list. Yeah. I feel like, especially when it comes to colleges and testing and, and what do you have to do to get there? And like, I don't know, like all the, all the things that they say you should do as, as, um, for an applicant, you know, looking at like, they want thousand hours of community service on an application for college, you know, like so many things. And so that's where I started to feel overwhelmed recently is like, how can I do all this work, keep the house clean and make sure my son can maybe get into college, hopefully for free, you know, (laughs) with all the scholarships that I want him to do. Um, And I think I just realized, especially after going to a homeschool conference recently, and I just realized, you know what, at the end of the day, God has given us our children and my likes and dislikes I feel inherently have come from the Lord because I am training my own children. And so just because we aren't doing certain things that might look good on a college application or in life doesn't mean that it matters because God already knows what he has in store for my children. And so I need to continue on the path of what I feel like I'm doing, right? Like the moment my husband ever says, I don't want you to work anymore. I'll quit. You know, that's, and, and we've taken it or leave it forever. You know, that's whole, always been how it's been. Um, yeah. But we, we still feel called because, you know, it's, it's a way for me to, you know, in other places, I haven't worked for Christian companies like I do now, where I thought, you know, it's a, it's outreach. And, and I did, I had conversations with unbelievers in, in the workplace with other places I've worked. And, um, 
anyways, so I think that's the biggest thing now in this stage is remembering that God gave me my children and my likes and my to-do list is for my kids. Cause he knows what I need to care about so I can prep my kids for their future. Mm-hmm. But that's Which so hard to do. And when, we don't. <laughs> right. And we don't, I don't know. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's especially this time where it just seems like every other day, our kids are like, I want to do this. No, I want to do this. No, and it's varied so greatly. However, my husband, I don't know about you, my husband and I, we didn't know. I mean, we knew each other at, in middle school, but not really knew each other, mm-hmm. but him and I both knew what we wanted to do in life in middle school. And we did yeah. those things. <laughs> and so part of me, that's why I get worried when they're like, right. I want to do this. And I'm like, I, if you stick with that, that's going to be kind of crazy. Like if you, <laughs> you know, like Harrison wants to be a novelist, he wants to be a nonfiction writer and wow. well, yeah, he wants to yep. be both nonfiction writer and a fiction writer, but he really wants to be a novelist. And I'm like, okay, I guess someone has to be the next whatever, but I'm like, oh man, that's, can you support you a family? Have some, on something alongside that? <laughs> I, know, what else? My, I know, but then my parents were like, oh, you want to be a photographer? Go to photo school. And I did. And it's, it served right. me well, you know? Yeah. And so that's why I, I, I'm like, I can't. And now I have so much more respect for my parents now. And I'm like, you just let me go to photo school. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it, it worked out well for me. But anyway, so that's, that's my latest thing is staying yeah. the course for these yeah. last few years, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Hearing yeah. those plans for the future, especially for the boys can be hard. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Yes. <laughs> that's not, that was not my plan for you. <laughs> Exactly. I, yeah. I, yeah. I wish I've had a plan for him so I could guide him that way, but I just, yeah, I well, don't no, know. don't worry. That wouldn't have worked either. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Well, thank you so much, Molly, for joining me. This was a great conversation and so much fun and helpful for just great you now thinking about fitting the things in without being overwhelmed and delegating and trusting God with all of it. So thank you so much. I'm good. I'm glad. Yeah. Thank you. If you know a mom who's trying to juggle many life responsibilities like Molly, then pass a link on to this episode so that she too can be encouraged. You can also hear more from Molly on Instagram. She is at Modern Homeschooler there and has a very fun and helpful account. Then head on over to simplyconvivial.com or click on the link below to get on my email list so that you can get a link every time a new episode goes live. Plus, you'll receive regular encouragement for digging into your role at home as a Christian wife and mother. It is important work and we can increase our skill and motivation as we seek to do it for God's glory instead of our own by repenting, rejoicing, and repeating.